0: Oh,
1: hello, welcome to Steve's spot. I'm someone else, we're going to be spotlighting someone in a little bit, I'm eating a protein bar, it's really thick, it's um, it's harder to chew than I thought it would be, it takes a while, chew on it. But that's what I'm here, doing a spotlight, because I'm going to chew the scenery a little bit, gab a little, give you something to chew on as well, listening person, listening audience. Chew on some improv. You know what I mean? I don't think improv... Is Improv Chewy? I think it's more breezy, you know? Like, um... Like, I think it's a drink, like a summer breeze. That's probably an alcoholic drink. Alcoholic drink? Alcohol drink? A drink for an alcoholic. Hmm. Improv if it was a food. It would be like um, spaghetti noodles just sliding down your gullet. (laughs) Well, that phrase, sliding down your gullet, that's how I eat food. I just slide it. I'm just chewing just so I get to the point where it slides into my gullet. It goes on a fun journey into my tum. Let's see here. Um, take another bite. Looking over my questions, I ask. I'm okay, trying improv. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jay, how are you today? You can turn your microphone on by hitting the microphone button at the top of the chat.
0: Uh-huh. Can you hear me now?
1: Yeah, I can hear you. Great. Okay, cool. Good. I'm Excellent. good. How are you? I'm doing great. How... Thank you for asking. I don't know that I asked. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I just I just really wanted you to know that I'm okay. <laughs>
1: good. Good. Just rub it rub it in maybe. <laughs> You're doing good. Fantastic. So, uh, you you do improv. You've been doing improv for a long time, I gather. But I know you from Monkey Butler in Denver. Um, Yeah. Do you want to? Yeah. Tell me about. I I know I've asked you, but tell me a little bit about your improv background.
0: Uh, Yeah, sure. So uh, I've been I've been playing you know role playing games and and live action games basically my whole life. But uh, maybe maybe about five or so years ago. I, uh, I thought that, uh, hey, there's this improv thing that uh, I kind of forgot existed that I've been wanting to check out. And, uh, and so I, I looked it up, and sure enough, there was a meetup. Uh, I was living uh, in King of Prussia outside of Philadelphia, and uh, there's a, a meetup there, the uh, Improv Incubator. And I went, and, and to my uh, total lack of surprise, uh, it was perfect for me. I was <laughs> like, this is, oh, this is oh, the great. thing. Uh, so so yeah, I, I've been doing that uh I, so I, I mostly was just doing that um, in Philadelphia, but then when uh, when the pandemic hit and everything went online, I checked out uh, the PAC theater, Second City, UCB Groundlings. I'm, I'm still doing uh, a number of those, uh, and it's just it's just awesome to just dive super deep into improv.
1: Yeah,: Yeah, the pandemic sort of has allowed that in some ways for me too um i do a lot of improv on this but um so you you play a lot of like role-playing games like you're talking about D and D, uh yeah, yeah stuff like that
0: yeah yes
1: yeah. yeah i've I'm, i've been re- reading about like um like how that sort of like developed i always thought that if improv hadn't sort of emerged out of theater it would have made a like a lot of sense for it to emerge out of that as well because there's, I mean, it, it, they're, yeah. they're just there's there's a lot of similarities and overlap there between them.
0: Very much so, yeah. And and honestly, the the way that I play role playing games is more like improv. Uh, like a, a lot of people will be like, okay, I'm gonna write this story and build this world and, and get all these things uh, for for my players ready. And I'm like, you know, I'm just I'm just gonna like throw stuff <laughs> out there and see what they what they pick up and and build on that right in the moment and that that works great and it's just it's yep. literally improv
1: <laughs> yeah it's it's interesting except your abilities the the things you can achieve and do in the in the i don't want to say scene but whatever they're those are determined by dice rolls and 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 structures like that so it is interesting like the amount of structure that role playing has is what kind of makes it different at least in my mind
0: yeah that's true yeah there, there's a lot of structure uh although I uh I I gravitate heavily towards uh less structured role playing games now.
1: Oh, Yeah.
0: Story, story type games, basically basically improv, yeah,
1: yeah. I bet I would like that. That's yeah, because I yeah, Cause, uh I've I've done a lot of like like it's almost too structured. I feel like sometimes. Oh yeah. Um. So. Speaking of structure, how do you, like, see improv? Do you have, like, a structure in mind to it at all? Like, how do you, how do you view it?
0: Um, I, I think that it is, it is a multifaceted thing that you can look at from multiple, multiple perspectives, and, and all of those mm-hmm. can be valid, right? So, so UCB looks at improv, and they see game. How do you, how do you play game? Uh, but but you know you you have other folks who look at it and they're like uh, well uh, so Granlix looks at it and says well what about character we're we're more concerned about character uh, and you know you can you can look at it from so many different ways you you know structural ways um, there's a really good book by Greg Tavares that uh, that uh, is gives almost the like the most formulaic response or not response, but uh way of, way of thinking of improv. Uh, and that and that's totally valid, but also like, it's, it's literally art. It's <laughs> so mm-hmm. you, there's, there's just no wrong way to do it. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. I'd agree with, with everything you said. Uh, yeah. It, it's interesting that it is, there's like, Cause yeah, sometimes I'm always like in the, in the, like I'm a, I'm a teacher though too, but like is it, my actual job. And like, well, the the structure of improv is always being teaching and kind of always being there's I don't know, like about how there's always a, like a right way to do it. In that sense is, or like, there's always a direction, like people are trying to get you to go in or something, but yeah, I don't like thinking about it being right or wrong. It's like, I think as you know, if you're teaching it, then you want to just, have your students grow in different directions and then just have them have more options and then have different tools also to use in in scenes and to play with that, those tools.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And the the vast majority of teachers that uh, I've talked to, um, you know, once you get to the level where they're actually being honest with you uh, are are just like, yeah, no, there, there is no, you must do this and you must not do this. It's just all this, all the stuff we teach you are just, Tools that have had more success for the people who teach them. Um, yeah. And uh, and yeah, I, I I think that's I think that's very true. And and I I get that like, I get that when you when you take your first improv class, that's too nuanced a point, right? It's it's too much information to take in that like, oh, you can do this or you can do this or you can do this, and it doesn't matter. And it's just easier to be like, you say yes, you say and, and that's it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, I think it's like, almost like talking like, or like teaching someone how to like have a conversation, you know, it's like you could give them rules or something and like they would be more valid at first, but it's like, does that really matter in the grand scheme of things when, you know, you can, you can have a conversation about anything and you can, you know, and maybe, maybe it matters if you're trying to do something specific in the conversation and people would, would give you different advice and look at it different ways, but it's like. I don't know. There's also like, who who's a person who has had more conversation than other people in their lives? Like, who's really <laughs> someone who can actually give advice on that?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it, to, yeah. yeah. I suppose. Mean,
1: yeah, improv
0: is an awful lot like a conversation, and the the uh, dialogue yeah. very strong. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's why I like the, like this, this is why I you know I made this one because I like the idea of it that it is, you know, yeah, like in, in a way, I, I, like I want to get to know people by doing improv here in this kind of like, we just talk about improv and then we do a scene. But yeah, it's like, I'm not super concerned about it being entertaining. Although I, you know, I hope it is and it's fun and everything, but I, I, I see it that way as it's like, you, you get to know, you get to know the person you can understand what they're, where, where they're at more, I think in their in what they're trying to do and, and, and who they are and what they're, yeah. you know, I don't know. I, yeah, I think of it as like, it's a conversation. Uh,
0: park bench of truth. Was a little bit of a revelation for me. Do you know this exercise? Uh, no. So uh, it's it's very simple. You you get you just get two improvisers and they sit down and they have a they have a conversation. They they're not playing characters. They're playing themselves, but they are in a scene and the scene is just them having a, a, a pleasant conversation with, with this other person. Um, and you, you're not making stuff up. You're you're you know you're pulling directly from yourself. Uh, but because yeah. it's in this, uh, this theatrical um, context, you're, you're on, so to speak. And, and it's really fascinating yeah. to see, like I've, I've often, you know, you watch a late night talk show and you watch people uh, interview and be interviewed and you're like, I could never do that. And as soon as I did Park Bench and Truth, uh-huh. I'm like, oh, I could totally do that. That's not, that's not hard at all. You just <laughs> you, you be yourself,
1: yeah. but on. <laughs> yeah yeah i've i mean i have done an exercise where it's like just like it was basically have a conversation and we were actually standing and not sitting and i was just looking at this guy right yeah i mean and i found it more like yeah i was totally comfortable doing that more than i think having like just regular conversations with people because yeah like the um i don't know i'm probably maybe comfortable being on stage i guess but like yeah it's it is an interesting way to look at, it. and I love I love the idea of being yourself for a while and kind of see, like seeing where that leads you. And um, yeah, it just keeps, keeps it. Yeah, it makes you realize it's like you know being grounded is definitely a good option a lot of times. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, yeah. the the
0: weirder a scene gets, the the more powerful being grounded in the face of it can can be.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah in fact at that point even um, just because like yeah I mean what? because like how would this actually play out sometimes it's like totally needed like, I, like, just to make it make sense a little bit and to give that tension too yeah um, there's this forum I've always wanted to try where it's uh where you do a herald but you are everyone's themselves and they're, you're in the place where you are <laughs> It like sounds so crazy, but you got to you keep it like as the as the herald format anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've always, I've always wanted to try that one.
0: I I cognitively understand, but I'm having trouble like imagining what that would be like. I I'd, I'd love to try it sometime.
1: Yeah. Sounds I yeah, I, I don't know. I haven't I haven't seen. I just read it described, but it's like yeah, I think it's basically just you're you're moving people around to have you're you're make sure these people are having conversations with each other I guess right because that's kind of what the Herald is you're making sure that you have those scenes and then I don't know you also have the group games in there too that you all got to agree on it's got to be yeah I'd love to try to figure that one out <laughs> let's see uh yeah
0: I mean one one of the really delightful things about improv is just, I- improvisers are are inherently like uh just people who are up for trying stuff and that's that's just an amazing environment to be in you know
1: oh absolutely yeah that's uh, yeah that's great especially if you're trying to do comedy stuff um because i yeah that's kind of like a little bit harder to do i think with like I guess my life like just other random friends because sometimes they don't they're not interested in that which I find hard to understand but like, improv <laughs> people really like like if you got a sketch they're like down to kind of do it for you and they and you know if you if you want them to act and stuff they're usually for down for that too which is just so cool to have that like I like the community because it's like a group of people you can you can you can get to do that stuff yeah
0: yeah I mean y- yes and definitely like it uh, it definitely influences how you live your life not just how you improvise uh,
1: yeah i'm i'm also i have the uh, <laughs> one of the things i don't know about the um like i've been giving you you guys pr- like stuff to pr- try to practice at home but i was like one of the things was a reading about like it's like a critical view of yes and that I was thinking of giving and it's like, you know, so you got, people got to be able to say like, if, if an idea is bad, they got to be able to say that they, they don't like that idea sometimes. And I'm like, yeah. um, cause I think like, like, like that, like the enthusiasm I love, but I do like this, you know, you've got to be open and honest with people too, you know, and, and, and work on, you know, what your ideas are and making sure that what you're doing is worth, worth people's time and stuff, I think. Sure. Not that uh, you immediately disagree with what you just said, but yeah.
0: No, I, I, I agree with your disagreement. Um, <laughs> it's, it's funny, um, because, because improv is not scripted, we very rarely think about genre when we're doing improv. Like, unless, we're, mm-hmm. unless we're playing a game where it's like, okay, give us, give us a genre and we're going to play that. We're usually not thinking about that. Um, and, uh, even, even within comedy, you know, there, there's so many different subgenres, and, and some of those are better served by giving the, the realistic grounded response, uh, which is often no. And some of yeah. those are better served by, by giving the, the gonzo response and seeing where it goes. Like, yeah. uh, you know, would, would you like me to, uh, to murder your family? Right. The only reasonable response to that is No. And yeah. and that kind of comedy that can be great, but there's also a kind of comedy where it's like, well, what happens if I say yes? What what does that mean about my character and our situation? And just seeing where that goes. And those yeah. are both really valid.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. Looking at that as in terms of like the the choice there is genre based. I always what's interesting. I always, the, the example I always think about is like Luke Skywalker. Of course, the most one of the most famous scenes in cinema when he's like. Darth Vader's like, join me, and you and I will rule, like, overthrow the Emperor and we'll rule the galaxy. And Luke Skywalker just yells no in his face. It's like, of course the character has to be able to say no in a scene. Yeah. Uh, other, otherwise, it, it just betrays the character. You can't have Luke Skywalker joining Darth Vader on that thing, even if he does eventually go to the dark side, maybe, or whatever.
0: I mean, I would love to see a comedy sketch where, where Luke is like, yes, I will join you, and yeah. I'm going to uh, institute... You know, (laughs) casual Fridays on the Death Star,
1: (laughs) and I'm gonna cut off my own arm because. Yeah.
0: Uh, But yeah, yeah, no, no is very important in improv. Uh, So, so are so are questions, right? Things things that are commonly like just discarded out of hand um, are, are actually really important. You just have to understand, like, okay, when am I when am I serving my partner here? When am I serving my scene? What what what's going to happen next
1: yeah exactly uh what do you think is do you have like a um, what do you think makes improv funny to you like what do you do you kind of boil that down to anything or, or um kind of...
0: what do i think makes improv funny or or what it makes it funny to me
1: <laughs> are those not the same to you i guess i guess i'd rather hear your opinion I mean so I I love so I can have a
0: lot of fun uh being in or or even watching a scene that a lot of people might call bad or might call not funny because I can I can appreciate uh the the choices that are being made the the uh the emotions that are being pushed through by the actors uh you know how how people are uh dodging and weaving in response to, you know, arguably bad moves. I can be like, okay, that's mm, awesome. Um mm. uh, so I yeah. one of the things that, that makes improv so great for me is that I love failure. Um mm-hmm. I I when when I first started taking improv my, my teacher was, was like, um, you know, you you have to be okay with failure and you kind of even want to love it. And I was like, yeah, I get being okay with it. I'm, I'm used to like fail fast and all that stuff, but loving it. Uh, but I yeah. just come to understand, no, I genuinely love it. The, the failure, if it weren't for the possibility of failure and the presence of failure, improv wouldn't mm. be funny. Um, it would, it would be impressive. It would be a, a lot of things, but I don't think it would be funny without, without like people trying stuff and, some of it connecting even though we we didn't know and some of it just not connecting.
1: Yeah. Hmm. I definitely yeah, like there's moments I can think of like in improv scenes where are yeah, like arguably it's like there's a mess up or the the improviser like r- realizes the other improviser is kind of talking about something else and they and and they just end up rolling with it. It's like it's like yeah, yeah. they they weren't paying full attention or something, but it's like, if they make it work anyway, just with like their enthusiasm is, is pretty impressive to see.
0: Well, yeah. And that's, that's where most of the charming stuff comes from. So, so creativity is just, you know, putting together things that, that we've seen before in new ways. And, you know, mm-hmm. most of, when a scene goes exactly the way that the actors want it to, it's not going to be unique or, or, interesting. It's just going to be like stuff that we've seen before rehashed. Right. But when I say, Hey, do you want to go on a balloon ride? And I've missed, spoken and yeah. you don't opt that and you say a oh, balloon line and we figure out what that means and why it's different from a balloon ride now yeah. we're going somewhere nobody's ever gone before and that's that's exciting. Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: yeah that's one of the whatever that move is you know i don't know does that have a specific meaning that's like yeah if that what are you what are you doing you're you're it, it, Integrating whatever mistake that happens into the scene, and it's definitely a part of it. That's Mm -hmm. always that like is always always like appreciated, I think, by everybody. And then, yeah, that's that's one of the main moves I think you like you have to get kind of used to or be able to recognize and and kind of do. Yeah, I I, I think celebrating failure, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, saying yes to whatever to whatever that that's there. Nothing. Nothing's a mistake, right? If if that's a yep, that's an element, That becomes an element of the scene. Anything becomes an element of the scene, right? You try to work anything in there. If like, well, I was going to say the fire alarm goes off, but you shouldn't. You should probably evacuate at that point. <laughs> uh,
0: but but yeah, like that that surprise and delight that people have when when something goes that clearly wasn't planned. Oh, yeah. Ideally, you know, even if it's outside the scene outside the stage and you integrate that, that's just like an audience never doesn't appreciate that. They're always like, Oh my goodness. What? Yeah.
1: (laughs) How did they, how did they plan that? (laughs) Yeah. Because I think
0: think, uh, a lot of people don't like, unless you've actually tried improv, I think, I think there's always that suspicion, no matter how much we tell you that it's completely unscripted, that they're like, Oh, is it though? Is it? Hmm. And, and that kind of stuff is just nope, nope. It's totally unscripted.
1: Yeah. That. I. I don't know. I feel like I'd have to wrap my head around. Like, I. I I guess I've. Like when I like, I guess for like the UCB style kind of be performed. I was like, like how, how are they able to do this? Like I know, like I. I don't know. It. It, it was just like, it just seems like so. They're just so, they're just, they're just agreeing so much really is what it is with whatever, whatever they're doing. And I guess they kind of have the, and they do have kind of moves and stuff that I recognize now. But I, because, you know, I've watched it so much and I kind of just read what their whole philosophy is and everything that it like, it slowly becomes like, yeah, I don't know. It's like, yeah, I kind of get that. Like how, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think it's a little bit like figuring it out as you go when you're in the scene. That's kind of what I like kind of look at it like I don't have all of the answers, but I'm pretty sure we're going to find them if we just kind of if we kind of stick to whatever we already have.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Uh, So there's also an interesting thing. Uh, you know, the, the more that you play with specific people, the more group mind you build up and the more, uh, the more it's possible to just like, okay, I know exactly what, what this person's going to do because I know them so well, I can set it up. And that, that amazes the audience. The, uh, the, the downside is if you improvise with people long enough, you can actually get to a point where, where, uh, like half of what you're doing isn't actually improv. It's just stuff you've done before. Uh, like I went to a, a whose line is it anyway live show, and I could I could tell that these actors had just like done these voice characters in these situations so many times together that like half of what they were doing wasn't improv. It was just like okay, I know what to do next. Mm. Uh, which is which is one reason that I really love playing with new players. Uh, it's it's always yeah. a, a surprise and a delight.
1: Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's also a reason why I started this because I just wanted to like to be able to improvise for like a little longer time with people that I don't, don't improvise that often with and just kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And also just improvisers who, you know, haven't, haven't done it as much as I have is also just, I always think of that as like a great challenge. Cause it's like, like, yeah, I don't know. Because I, I feel like I, you learn a lot from, especially from someone who's just learning improv and stuff too. And you're like, like I always kind of, there's always a lot that they offer and there, but there's also, you can also kind of see what they're kind of, you know, like almost like, they're almost like kind of, I don't want to say obsessed with certain things, but you can, you, I like, I can feel like I can tell what they're where their mind's going a little bit. And it's just like, like, I don't know. Like I can, you, you know how to surprise them too. Cause it's like you, I know what you're thinking, but did you consider this other kind of way of looking at what's going on? Yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: it's, yeah. So it's very common in, uh, like, how do you get good at something, you know, whether it's sports or, or, or academia or whatever, uh, that, okay, you challenge yourself by by uh, interacting with people who are, like, one or two tiers better than you, because they're going to challenge you, and you've got to step up to their level. And that's absolutely true. But what's also true is playing with people who are one or two steps below you, because then you're, you're looking for ways to, like, uh, uh, Account for that ability difference. You're looking for ways to lift them up, and that that is also really good exercise.
1: Yeah, yeah. I also know I read that like one of the the like just an improviser like one of the things that they that they said about them is like you know they would they would have a class and the, the teacher would be like well I'm they, the teacher they said seemed like they would get so bored and they would have to improvise with, with some people in the class and it was like. And he, they, that teacher would improvise with like, you know, who they would consider the worst and they would just have just the greatest scene. And they would just like, how does he, and how does he manage to do that? And mm-hmm. I just like, I was just like, man, that just seems like something to aspire to, to be able to like, to be able to make it a great scene with no matter, no matter who you're improvising with.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There, uh, I can't remember his old name. I think it's Matt. Somebody, somebody does, uh, an improv thing where, uh, he goes up on stage solo. He asks for a volunteer who's never done improv. That person comes up, and then they do a two-person set together, and that is absolutely—it's <laughs> just amazing to watch.
1: <laughs> that sounds it, awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah, and uh, like that's something I aspire to. That'd be that'd be incredible to be able to pull that off.
1: Yeah, I always, uh, yeah, the the wow, yeah, someone someone who's totally never done it is pretty pretty wild. Yep. Um, because hopefully, hopefully they're raising their hand. I think there has to be some, at least, interest. <laughs> like I don't think yeah. you could drag someone into a scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hmm. I don't. I
0: don't think you can volun volun volentell. <laughs> yeah, you actually need somebody who's like, yeah, I'll, I'll give this a shot.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I always, I'm always like, com- I, I think uh, like a lot like a lot of newer improvisers they have a lot more ability to hang out in a scene i think even they they themselves might realize
0: oh
1: yeah um and that yeah and then that, that the scene work i mean human people be- like modern humans we've watched so much television and uh just other drama like you know that you you know it, like instinctively like how those things should kind of look and it's just like you just have to kind of recreate that in front of people and the only thing is we made that like improv also has what you can perceive if you're in the community of improv you can perceive them to be rules and let those rules get in the way for you or or and that i think that's what happens it's like yeah i don't know yeah like i think you do it a little bit you do it for a little bit you start overthinking it
0: yeah yeah absolutely uh yeah so uh, like the first time that somebody improvises they're arguably the best they will ever be at improv <sighs> in terms of their ability to just come up with like new stuff and and not rely on uh like improv tropes, um right but but then we're like okay well you did negate that and we're going to teach you about yes and 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 how to do that and and so we it's Ultimately, it's good that we're focusing you towards that stuff and, and you're, you're, you know, steering you away from, from the stuff that isn't good. But that also means that we're turning off, you know, certain certain weird things that just nobody's ever thought of that you, you that improviser might have done. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, in theory, when, when you become uh, advanced in improv, that's when you start, like, going back to, like, okay, I know the rules uh, and... Uh, but but I'm now able to go past them in order to do the things that no one could predict. Yeah, that's the goal. Yeah,
1: so, yeah, sort of like you. Yeah, hmm. I always I've always thought that like in um like with poetry, right? You have the structure of poetry, and I think like at the at for like, I don't know, kind of looking from the outside, you're like, well, that must get in the way of what you're trying to communicate. But it, but like a, in another sense, it's like the, the la- I don't know, I'm, I'm mixing all kinds of metaphors, but like that, those structures can also be like the lattice that the, pl- the plant creeps up, you know, yep. in order to to grow and stuff. There's I, actually I know exactly yeah. what I mean.
0: Yeah, systems breed creativity. Yeah, the the what the language can and can't do, and even what the language is inclined to do, is is yeah. as much an author of the poem as you are.
1: Oof. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's the do you know the Sapir-Whorf? I think that's what it's called, Sapir-Whorf hypothesis. No. Oh, that's the the linguistic. I don't know neurological hypothesis or whatever, where your thoughts are based on or, or like in, in, in like in some way molded by, uh, you know, the language that you use. Oh yeah. 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 I don't know. That's, that's... <laughs> there's also speaking of these, like there's this movie that is called the five obstructions. And I think it's like, it's a Lars von Trier movie and it's like, he, he's talking to one of his mentors in film the whole the whole movie is about their in, a relationship but he's like he he has his mentor remake a movie he's already made but he gives them what he calls artistic obstructions which means there's you you got to remake this movie but there's certain things you can't do uh-huh. um and and then it's like he, he comes up with all these despite these kind of restrictions he makes really cool awesome movies and that just always kind of struck stuck with me that like the the things in an, you might want like you know all all of these things if you're trying to create a work of art but like cr- imposing these restrictions on yourself mm-hmm. or just the natural ones you have can be a gift in some way
0: oh yeah absolutely uh, yeah R- restrictions breed creativity is a is a mantra in the game design world and and yeah just ah. being like okay I'm gonna try to make a game that has you know no dice or cards, and, and what does that look like?
1: Um, and uh, it,
0: it's it's a really good exercise, and it
1: leads to a lot of stuff. Hmm. Well, I can make dice out of six pieces of paper that you shuffle up and pick a random one from. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. That, this is that's, this is, this is unrelated But I've always what I've always wanted to do as game design is like be able to make a game, and, and I guess this is a lot with the restrictions too, but that it's basically something you can, you can make the game with a Xerox copy machine. So it's all the pieces are on a piece of paper, and maybe you have to cut them out or whatever, but you're able to entirely Xerox the game, and that's just how the game is made and spread and everything like that. <laughs>
0: um, I mean, with, if you change Xerox for print from a, a printer, then that's that's what the whole print and play community is. What? What? Oh yeah, Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there's a, there's a hundreds thousands of games that you can print uh, and cut and play. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, oh, man. The first this is this is the first time I've ever heard that that idea has. I always thought that was a, like my own idea.
0: Uh, <laughs> Well, the Xerox part is unique.
1: <laughs> well, no, no, it's basically the idea. It's it's the idea. They they I I figured if someone had to think of that, I like it as a philosophy though. It's like because I don't know, yeah. so that so that it's like, there's no kind of barrier to it as far as the price and things is also a little bit of bit of it that I liked. Yeah. Hmm. yeah so I mean, you know this is an enchanted forest, okay, so there's no you know there's there's no admission or anything at all. you're completely welcome here
0: <laughs> really i i don't I don't gotta pay nobody nothing
1: i'm i mean you know you don't, but I'm also going to clarify now and, and tell you that i mean it is enchanted, but, I mean, that that has no bearing. I mean, most forests are like that, too. You can you can walk into most forests, and there's no admission process to that, either.
0: Uh, you would think that, but I was just over at Cherry Peaks, and they asked me for two acorns <laughs> and a uh, twig. Yeah, cool. yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, Cherry Peaks, you know... Th- that's kind of why I got. I had to be up front and tell you that Oz is Oz is free. You could just walk in. It's 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 a, it's a basically a normal forest, quote unquote. But it's enchanted. There's no admission.
0: Now let me. Just, I just. I mean, no, no admission. Great. I am in. But uh, before I, you know, get all my things and and settle down in uh, maybe that tree hollow there. I like that oak. Uh, let me ask oh, yeah. you this. Oh yeah. The enchantment, okay? Uh, is it... Is the enchantment just that there is no admission to this forest? Or is it one of those pervy oh. enchantments by that wizard?
1: Oh, so, well, say that last part again. <laughs>
0: it's not no, one me. of those pervy enchantments by that wizard Malfoy, is
1: it? Oh! I, hey, you know what? I, 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 would, look, I consider myself to be a down-to-earth, you know... um Kind of, uh, uh, what what wh- what's the word? You know, uh, uh, conserve, uh, in in regards to like perverted things, kind of conservative a little bit. So I mean, it's not. Uh, look, I I spend my time here. I don't feel like I would spend in a spend my time in a pervy enchanted forest that doesn't charge admission. Okay, okay.
0: So so I don't got to worry about uh, any other gnomes like coming out and slapping me on the ass or nothing right
1: uh, uh i mean hey you know what there might be a reason for a gnome to slap you on the ass and by the way our gnomes here are very respectful and whatnot like that but i don't know if your ass is on fire i would hope they would slap your ass oh
0: okay well sure but uh as long as the enchantment isn't that all the gnomes see my ass and think it's on fire, like an ass-fire illusion, I'm not signing up for that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I hope you wouldn't. I mean, you know, I think part of the fact we don't have no admission includes the fact, you know, you're not signing any kind of, uh, you know, release forms in order to get in here. You could just come in, enjoy the enchantment and so forth.
0: Wait a second, wait a second. You're telling me I ain't got to sign no release forms to live here?
1: No, uh, yeah, yeah, abso- absolutely. Hey, yeah, I know it blows your mind. You're pretty familiar with Cherry Peaks over there. You know, you're you're signing your life away with them. You know, they got a
0: pages you know. of releases, including including giving them uh, total uh, uh, recognizance. I don't know the word. I'm a freaking gnome over here uh, for for negligence. That's the one that
1: always yeah. bothers me, right? That's right. They, Yeah, they got really... See, that's the thing with admission. You start charging admission, you start, you know, being able to pay your lawyers and so forth, and then you get all these just complicated structures and bureaucracy that, you know, really in, inhibits people's uh, ability to just enjoy a little bit of enchantment. Yeah,
0: you, you're telling me. Oh, hey, uh, what is the uh, roommate assignment process here?
1: Oh, yeah. See... That, that's, that's, see, that's, you're already bringing this kind of a assignment idea wherein, you know, uh, you know someone's going to be coming around with a checklist and telling you uh, who to be roommates with. But I'm telling you, you, you want anybody to hang out with you in your tree hollow, you can go, you can just be free, man. You can let that sort of friendship blossom. That's the enchantment of this place.
0: Oh, ho, ho, ho. wow. I gotta tell you, uh, I got uh, I got assigned over at Cherry Peaks to uh, oh, no. to hang out with this snake. Uh, his name was huh? Brad, and he was an asshole.
1: Yeah, you know. Yeah, I I believe it. You know, they, they I mean, I, they, when it comes down to it, they gotta assign the assholes to somebody. Oh,
0: uh, he would he would molt and then just leave his dead scales just all over the place. I'm like, come on, Brad, clean up after yourself. Jeez.
1: Exactly. No one wants to be, you know, picking up snake skins that are just left all over the, all over your little tree hollow all the time. I mean, that place is your sanctuary. You can't be dealing with no Brad when you're trying to sit at home and relax and listen to a stream. Yeah. And by the... stream. Nice right? I mean, yeah. I didn't watch it thinking I might be talking about listening to some sort of, you know, podcast stream or something like. I'm, it's. I'm talking about a literal water traveling through, through the enchanted forest.
0: Oh God, Brad would listen to his podcast. No, no earplugs. Uh-huh. The headphones in, and I would have to listen uh-huh. to true crime after true crime, and I'm just like, come on, yeah. man. I need yeah.
1: Um, Those, yeah. Those snakes always trying to. I, I would be suspicious of that there. Uh, you know, hey, I don't don't mean to be judgmental, but I think the a, a snake, you know, they're always they're slippery. They're trying to get away with something. And that doesn't surprise me that they're interested in true crime.
0: Oh, well, I don't know about all snakes, but Brad certainly was slippery as heck. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I really appreciate you uh you welcoming me like this yeah. and uh answering me all these questions. Are you the uh, are you the HOA manager or something?
1: Well, uh first of all, I want you to, uh, I now that we've kind of established a little bit of rapport, I I'm going to step out from behind this uh this uh this gorgeous pine spruce growing here. I'm actually a fawn. So that's a little bit of the enchantment. So, you know, oh. take that in.
0: You were a fun this whole time. Oh yeah!
1: my yeah. right. I thought you were a gnome. <laughs> oh good. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. I'm. I wasn't over by the tree because I was clinging to it, trying to fake my height like a like a slippery gnome would. I'm. I'm actually. Yeah. I'm. I'm like deer. I'm. I'm part deer below here. You're only or part whatever. deer. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, my understanding that as a fawn, my lower half—wait, my lower half is a deer, right? And then my upper half is a human, <laughs> right? Oh, you know, all but... of that
0: explains the pan flute that you got there.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what I'm all about. I'm all about you know playing my play. The pan flute adds to the enchantment of the forest. Okay. Okay. So
0: so you're a fawn HOA
1: manager hey you know, you know the way i like to think about it i'm definitely part of the welcoming committee okay. and you know if if people if 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 residents of the forest happen to be making a lot of ruckus like i said we got no admission policy we have a little structure here but i am the one who kind of you know tries to rationalize with them to get them to kind of
0: Get out of
1: here! If that's the direction uh, the rest of the enchanted forest is kind of moving in. Okay, you're like uh, you're like a
0: hall monitor, but for a uh, hmm. pine
1: forest. Yeah, uh, yeah, e, e, hmm. e, e, yeah. Okay, so in the sense that I don't have any real authority, <laughs> but I'm gonna try to manage the situation as best as I can to improve the the hallway, as it were. Then yeah, I guess that's right.
0: Okay. Uh Well, I mean, uh, I assure you, you're not going to get any trouble from me. Uh, I uh, my my killing days are behind me, and uh, I'm just here to uh, to sit in a tree hollow and look at a stream. Okay.
1: Oh, okay. That that I I uh, you know I I think it would uh, be remiss of me without kind of uh, pursuing this. This sort of little, I'm uh, interested in the interest, I suppose, of getting to know you. You mentioned yeah, me that you I know further- what you're going
0: to ask. You, <laughs> yeah. you want to know why I love sitting in tree hollows so
1: much. Oh. Uh, well, okay. If you want to go there, you can go ahead and tell me that. Just, that <laughs> makes you more comfortable and maybe you know loosens your, your jaw. Sure. Why do you love sitting in tree hollows? Uh, well, okay,
0: so part of it is, you know, is like that cat in me, you know, if it fits, it sits, and I just, you know, a tree hollow, you can just snuggle right up in there and just just curl up, and, uh, and that's nice, and then the other part is just, uh, you know, right. knowing that I'm living where a great giant, you know, mm. tree used to live and is now dead, and I'm living in its yeah. hollowed out corpse,
1: mm. it just uh-huh. makes me feel all warm and Right. Okay, okay. The, um, a, a little bit of that was, uh, uh, I don't take this the wrong way, we're excited to have new, uh, new people living here, but yeah, I mean, you mentioned you, have a, you mentioned you have a cat inside you, and I'm concerned that you, are you literally eating cats? I mean, uh, we got a few wild cats living here in the Enchanted Forest, and I want them to be comfortable as well. See,
0: see, this is confusing. I apologize. Uh, okay. Eating is yeah. not correct. Because uh, I'm not, like, putting them in my mouth and chewing or anything like that. Okay. Uh, it's more that I just uh, I just shove them inside me. I've got, like, one of those marsupial bellies, you see? Oh. Hi. And, well, then, I... and then they live inside me. It's like a little cat colony in my belly.
1: Oh. Okay. Hey. Uh, if all those cats are living there inside your belly, I mean, uh, I mean, is it an enchanted place to live for the cats or anything like that? I mean,
0: oh, do you yeah, yeah. You Okay. So, you know, uh, imagine for yourself the, the most splendiferous, uh, uh, what do you, what do you call those little cat like villages where like they can climb up and jump around and mm. claw and all that stuff? Uh, uh,
1: like a, like a cat hotel.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a cat hotel. Yeah, that's my okay. insides. Uh, my insides is just a an enchanted cat hotel,
1: huh. and they're just
0: crawling huh. around through my intestines and, and having a, <laughs> having a fun old time.
1: Okay. Hey, yeah, hey, I wouldn't mind kind of <laughs> climbing on in there and checking it out, actually. <laughs> okay, but uh, are you a cat?
0: Um, I'm pretty sure. If I you mean. You said half 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 deer and half humans, <laughs> yeah. right?
1: Yeah, um, but I mean, you know, I mean, what do you? I mean, are you concerned that I'm going to mess you up a little bit because I got hooves instead of cat paws?
0: Well, I'm not trying to. Uh, no, no disrespect or nothing, but uh, okay. I, I'm okay, a little yeah. concerned to have a uh, a deer inside me. Oh. I just I don't know if that will uh right. you know work with the enchantment of my belly. All
1: right, sure. I, I I'm kind of understand what you're saying here. Oh, oh, by the way, I got the new roommate assignments here. Uh, I guess this is a new policy they just instituted while we were talking. I guess uh, there's this, this got a couple of snakes looking to be a roommate, uh, looking oh. for a nice hollow to, to live in. Maybe. All, right. All
0: right. All right. All right. How about this? How about this? Oh, you can God. go in and take a peek. OK, but you oh. cannot remain inside the cat hotel that is my belly. Okay.
1: Yeah. I was just lying about the snakes. No! I wouldn't let those slippery, slimy jerks anywhere near this enchanted forest, but uh, I'm glad oh. you've come around.
0: I see. So it's it's uh, it's free for uh, fawns and gnomes and ogres like me, but not for snakes. Okay. Cool.
1: Yeah. Well, hey. I mean, I don't feel like they're enchanted, and uh, excuse me as I Give us climb climbing here in to your belly, but uh, oh, okay. yeah, just to let you yep. know. Oh,
0: okay. yep. Okay, yeah. getting this Mind other the belly button uh, there. Other...
1: Okay. Yeah, we got to watch out for that. Mind the hooves; they are like you know, they're they're hefty. You know, they they're unwieldy. In fact, you know, they they kind of just skitter about.
0: Okay, now uh, I gotta warn you: uh, if you see a light, do not go toward the light. Okay, okay. you're not gonna come back okay. from that.
1: Oh. oh, all right. I'll 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 note that down. Light equals hazard. Okay. Okay. Now I'm just gonna dunk my head in. I guess at this point makes sense to do. Oh, oh that
0: tickled. Oh, you gotta be in. Oh. oh
1: yeah. Oh, hey, relax. You're jiggling your belly around, as you're laughing, and it's all bouncing all over the place. Oh, sorry. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. Hey. Hello. Oh. hello. 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 And, uh, uh, hey, any Any cats in here at all? I'm, uh, I'm kind of a new visitor to this location. I'm just wondering if uh, you guys got any greeters. Hey, do you need a greeter? That's my trade, actually, in, in a way. Hello. Oh. Oh, hello. My,
0: my name is Felix. Welcome to at city?
1: Ah. Oh wow, really? You 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 have a population high enough established to 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 warrant being a city?
0: Are you questioning me?
1: Uh I mean, I'm 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 more take it as a exclamation, I suppose. More I'm like, "Wow, that's true. Amazing."
0: Ah, enthusiasm. Yes. Yes. Uh okay,
1: yeah. uh,
0: hey. Mm-hmm. Um I can't help but notice that uh you seem to have prey eyes.
1: Oh. Oh my goodness. Uh yeah, you know, you know, I just always like uh ever since I was born, my mom said I was really good at, you know, kind of looking uh, at all of the the lateral order directions to my skull and you know i've leaned into it and it's worked out for me
0: Mm, yes i think i think you'll be very welcome here Mm
1: oh my goodness uh uh hey oh oh man you i uh you look hungry you got that hungry look in your eyes uh nice sweet little kitty i uh Uh, Oh, uh, you know, I don't know if I can, this place, I mean, it's a city. It looks very luxurious. I don't know if I can make it here, if you guys charge admission or anything like that.
0: Ah, uh, yes. Well, we normally do charge admission, but uh, there's a a special going on right now uh, where we would be happy to put you into, uh, say, the cafeteria district
1: at no cost ah i oh that that i i i have a you know uh a mighty appetite i definitely you know have eaten my fair share of uh leaves off of trees um oh uh Oh, man, I don't know. It sounds kind of sinister, but I do... I guess I'll just compliment you on that appetite. I just want to compliment you on that sort of bib you're putting on there. I love how mm-hmm. it's like a fishbone design on there, and very cute when you wearing...
0: Yes, I only eat in style.
1: Oh. Oh, goodness. Uh, hey, uh, I costumes, feel like I feel... Oh. Oh my goodness. This is, this is, you, you, you're you just slapping butter butter on me here, Felix. I don't know how to feel about that. No, that's, this doesn't like... feel so much like a costume.
0: Oh, no, no, no. This is a costume. You're going to be the guest of honor, and we've got to get you dressed up right.
1: Oh, goodness. Ah, oh, man. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I'm not one to, uh... You know, turned down honors and he, you shut down Oscar and didn't accept uh, this Oscar. Uh, I, 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 it's hard for me to say no to this, Felix. Honestly, you're pushing a lot of buttons that work on me.
0: <laughs> yes, I could, I could tell as soon as you uh, came into my sight that you were the needy type, and that you would appreciate how much I appreciate you.
1: Oh, yeah, I did kind of just walk directly into your sights and sort of, you know, just directly in front of you where you clearly have the most of your, your vision sort of centered at and, uh, and I could tell you had the attention on me as I kind of, uh, pranced on up on my, on my, uh,
0: Would you like to play a game with me?
1: Oh, uh, sort of, yeah, sort of a new guy. I, yeah, 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 I'm the new guy in the neighborhood. I'm, I'm yes. a, I'm, a, I'm a, I'm down for that.
0: Excellent. Yes, it's a, it's an initiation that we do with all the new residents of Cat City. Okay. Okay. Um, That's a, it, yeah. so. Uh, I'm going to uh, just rear up like this, and oh, then. Uh, um, uh-huh. And then you're going to like hey. slowly back up, right?
1: Oh. And then. Well. Yeah. Okay. And then
0: yeah. and, okay. then pop, and, then we're, and then I'm gonna I pout, okay?
1: Feel um. Feel I okay oh okay hey this sounds like a great game I do want to be clear on the rules yeah. um okay. I I really feel like that sort of light area over there looks really safe. And I really feel like, uh, like, uh, like that. Hey, uh, yeah. If I go there, I feel like that should be, you know, like out of bounds. safety Oh,
0: Oh, no, no, no. You mustn't go into the light. You don't want to go over there. Oh, I don't,
1: I don't know. Uh, I, I feel like, I feel like it's, it's as I, I'm heading towards the light, here, Felix. I see that you're you you're not coming after me anymore. Uh, I
0: it's much more fun to play in the dark. Oh.
1: Oh. <laughs> well, 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 Felix. Maybe uh maybe uh, the, maybe there's a yarn store up here in the light, and I'll I'll toss to your body, Felix. But it doesn't seem like uh you're prepared to pursue me into the into the light. Please don't go. I'll miss you ever so much. That is... is, All I can see now that I am, you know, b- between the light, the lights behind me and you're in front of me, it's just all I see is your crazy cat's... Cheshire cat smile, Felix. And, oh, man, it is as sinister as, as your whole general demeanor.
0: Did you call me crazy?
1: Ah! Ah! Yeah, you know, I called you more sinister was one of my direct words there, Felix. I don't like how your, like, smile is just appearing in different locations all over my field of vision.
0: Fawn, Fawn, come this way, quick.
1: No, don't listen to her. I mean... You know, I'm getting a lot of mixed messages about the light, so I'm going to go ahead. I, I, look, Felix, I just want you to know I appreciate everything you're doing down here. I know welcoming people to a new, uh, a new city and so forth is, can be a daunting task. And just as a, you know, I want to just acknowledge that as a, as a professional colleague in a similar line of work.
0: Okay, but before you go, you owe us $50 in rental fees for the space you've used.
1: Oh, Oh man! Oh jeez! Oh man! Uh, this is gonna be rough. Uh, when I get back to the Enchanted Forest, I'm gonna have to start charging people to live there. Oh boy! Okay. Uh, uh, oh, I feel weightless. Oh, oh! My my hooves are just dancing in air. They're not they're not able to find any any purchase on any ground at all.
0: Hello, Fawn.
1: Uh, Hey, 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 hi there. Hello.
0: Hello. I'm the Heart Angel.
1: The the Heart? The Heart Heart Angel, angel. yes.
0: I've been waiting for you for a long time.
1: Oh, Hey. Hey Chris, I'm I'm glad to meet you. Actually, you know, I as as the fun, you know, I do I do have you know some c- connections, uh, you know, to uh, uh, uh you know, hell and demonology and stuff. Um, so i you looking forward to checking out? Sort of?
0: Yes, yes. Well. I've been preparing this space just for you your whole oh. life.
1: Wow, hey, Archangel, this is a really nice kind of tree hollow you've kind of sculpted here out of clouds.
0: Yes, yes. I know that you don't like rough things, so I decided to make everything out of clouds.
1: Wow, that's right. I always in sort of the... The the fawn to always kind of be lying down in a tuft of grass as a as opposed to, you know, all the sharp rocks and so forth. That's that's awfully nice of you, Angel, to do that even though we're kinda of sworn enemies.
0: <laughs> You're not my enemy, Fawn.
1: Oh. Uh hey, you know, I appreciate I, I appreciate that, but uh uh I, I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be so eager, eager there, angel. I might have, you know, some tricks up my sleeve if I wore, you know, the, the, the sleeve of the coat that I wear on my top human half. Oh, I.
0: I hope you do. And that is, I must say, quite a charming coat.
1: Thank. Thank you. I. Uh. You know what? It's. Uh. Apparently, it's British. I got it some for. From some British children who were wandering through the enchanted forest uh, after they had walked through some furniture in their home one day.
0: Oh, and what happened to those children, Fawn?
1: Oh yeah, I mean, uh, it's a it's it's like a story that could fill like at least nine children's novels, I suppose. But uh, the, the long story short, um, they were led into a promised land. I like a uh, uh, celestial lion sort of thing.
0: Oh, yes. Does that sound lovely? And you'll have all I, I... the time in the world to tell me the full story.
1: Oh. Oh, really? That sounds, uh... uh... Well, I, 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 I do consider myself to be a, a little bit of a, a raconteur there, Archangel. But I, I mean I wouldn't wanna take up too much of your time. You know, I am sure you got important things to make out of clouds.
0: Oh not at all. I've been I've been waiting for you all this time. Here, put this
1: on Oh. oh. Is this this is uh you got you got you're giving me headphones here, Fawn? You're gonna make yes. me make, listen to Oh, goodness. Okay. Just put these, uh, on, uh, onto my head here right now. Okay. Let me take a listen. It's dubstep, your favorite. Oh. Oh, what'd you say there? I could see a tell you were saying something, Archangel, but I did have this, this, yeah, this dubstep is, uh, it's actually just the right volume, but I couldn't hear you. What? what?
0: Oh, I was just saying that the preacher will be here to marry us shortly.
1: Oh, whoa, 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 uh, Hey, hey, Archangel! You know, uh, mm-hmm. I consider myself to be sort of, uh, you know, uh, a, a, a fawn making his own way in the world. You know, I, I don't. Oh, know, I, love I your mean, that's, that's a big. Phone. What? Hey, yeah, yeah, I mean, you, you gave me your headphones. <laughs> you are already thinking about marrying me? Oh, I've been
0: planning this for decades, fawn.
1: Oh, my goodness. That's, it. hey, I guess I should be uh, impre- impressed by that angel, but I've, you know, I'm ju- I'm assuming here, but you've got to be have been alive for, you know, time immemorial. So, I mean, that's really just a drop in the hat. So I don't really feel like we're, that, I, that doesn't sound like a big commitment to me coming from uh, someone like you.
0: Oh, it's a commitment that you want?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, no, I mean, uh, I, I, uh, uh, okay, go ahead. What's your proposal? I mean, I guess I should hear you out. Uh,
0: yes, well, uh, we shall be married and we shall live together in the mm-hmm. uh, cloud kingdom of uh, the Oguselli. uh mm-hmm. for 1,000 oh, yeah. years. We will uh, rule over Cat City together.
1: Uh, I feel like uh, Cat City is a ripe place for being ruled over. I that agree. I also want to compliment you on the visual aids you've been using to, you know, uh, kind of illuminate this description of our future live with the little, little cloud sculpted version of you and me kind of, uh, you know, you're kind of moving around as you're telling me how we're going to live in, in cloud kingdom and so forth.
0: Yes. I found it very helpful to put all my data in the cloud.
1: Ah, Oh, okay. I, uh, that that seems like a good place to 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 store it. I it, it it does look like uh I like how you when you said that to me, there was a visual of a spreadsheet in the cloud kind of just making it clear to me to understand how you in fact are storing data in it.
0: And and do you like the photoshopped portraits of you and me living happily ever after?
1: Uh, uh okay. Yeah, I, okay, well, look. I'm gonna to try to try to sandwich this, uh, do a compliment sandwich here. I like how you have the photos organized in the spreadsheet clearly by name and by how much you it makes you desire me, but I don't know, I still think you're moving kind of fast. I didn't know you were watching me, overlooking me somehow. I don't know if you're looking down from the clouds into the enchanted forest or up through the ogre's mouth, but I feel a little bit my privacy is at stake. Um, but also, I do like the kind of neat names you are given to all of the, uh, the documents.
0: Ah, yes. Well, I just, I just find it's easier to find the files that I'm looking for when they have right. cute names.
1: Yeah. I feel like you've got to make an emotional connection to something, and that, you know, helps trigger your memory. And I can understand if you've been around since time immemorial, then you may have a lot of memories that you would, uh, you know, have to sift through mentally in order to Remember something.
0: <sighs> it sounds like you're hesitating on this whole marriage thing.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, like I said, you know, be, uh, like you're, you're an archangel. You've got your place in the world or, or, or slightly above it or whatever. You, you kind of know who you are and, and you just, you got it. You, you know, you hey, got it down to earth i'm working with data and everything, but I'm just kind of always prancing around you know around the forest, playing my flute and so forth. That's kinda of who I am
0: <laughs> and that's what I love about you play your oh. flute for me fawn
1: oh. oh uh oh yeah, okay, I see you're getting ready for a duet here with your little your harp uh, uh you yeah, um i oh okay you 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 know. Uh, it's uh, yeah. Um, let's go. We can go ahead and do that. I don't think it's going to be any you know dubstep kind. You know, I don't know if it's going to hold a candle to that, but I think it'll be uh, it'll be good here. Okay.
0: <clears throat> hey. Ready?
1: Oh, okay. <clears> Him, <throat> All right. Uh, I I just okay. Don't look me in the eye while we're playing. But okay, okay I'm a little. Shy.
0: uh yeah. Okay. Oh, you're so shy. That's cute. Okay. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Wow. Uh, uh I
1: uh, I gotta say that I was actually pretty good, Archangel. I felt like uh I dunno what places I didn't know that flute and uh hot music could go.
0: Yes, me neither. Oh, did you feel that connection, Fawn?
1: I I did. It, it did kind of feel like a stronger connection between us, but I did know you you it looks like you've lost connection to your sorta of cloud service.
0: Oh. Oh. How embarrassing. Don't look, don't look.
1: Oh. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't. I don't want to make eye contact. I'll try not to look. Okay. Okay.
0: Okay. Um, and okay. I'm, I'm just. I'll. I'll just. I'll just get this sorted out. Oh. Mm. I think I'm gonna have to call IT. Oh. Okay.
1: Uh All right. <laughs> you go ahead and do that. Don't, I'll. Uh, I'll. I can. Yeah.
0: Don't go anywhere, Fawn.
1: Yeah, I can polish my flute, you know. I'm, just ki- I'm kind of fine in just looking for a place to rest away from predators. It's also a little Ooh. bit of my deal, but uh, yeah, I can do that.
0: Yes, you just polish that flute. Uh,
1: <laughs> uh, hey, uh, you know, as I said earlier, I'm sort of a little bit of a conservative in the, in the realms. of like that sort of, uh, uh, you know, uh, perverted sort of thing. I don't want to give anyone the wrong idea about the enchanted forest I come from.
0: Yes, no, of, of course not, of course not. <laughs>
1: you, you have summoned God, slash also IT services if necessary.
0: Hi God, it's me again.
1: Oh, hello, hello there, I, I'm so, I, I, it's always nice to hear from you. I'm assuming that this is for once a personal call and we can chat together?
0: Oh, um, mm, I, I was just, it's just my cloud service is down and I just wanted to get that Whoa. sorted out.
1: Okay. I, I guess we can look into that. I, you know, I have been working on my golf game and you've always had such You know, I hear other people say you have such good insights into that game, and I've been working on my backswing, and I have a, you know, a video file I was thinking about sending you that you could analyze it. Uh,
0: But I can't receive any video files if my cloud service is
1: down. Oh. Oh, darn it. a a classic catch 22. You know, this is like one of those things where people say, you know, can God lift a boulder that's so heavy? Can God create a boulder that's so heavy even he can't lift?
0: Um, Yeah. Can could, could we just focus on the cloud service, God? Can we focus?
1: Okay. Uh, I mean, uh, sure. I'm just, I mean, you know, in order to work on my golf swing, I've also been lifting, so that's been a little bit on my mind, and I haven't really been able to share that with anyone yet.
0: Oh, you've been lifting. I honestly thought the opposite. Sorry.
1: Oh, oh hey. Yeah, I'm, uh, okay. I, I, I kind of read you here, but I have been getting some, some compliments. You know, St. Peter, as of when, I, when I went by the pearly gates, he, I felt like he was kind of, you know, trying to stand a little taller. Because I felt quite impressed. but okay, Archangel.
0: Oh, how is Saint Peter doing? Is he still uh, wearing that that uh, cheeky robe of his?
1: Oh, oh yeah. He, you know, he's he's got a new pin on it. That, uh, uh, how, uh, you know, uh, how, how, uh, it says comment it has a one eight hundred number to call about how good of a job he's doing, and uh, you know, people are just calling in and just you know, from hell, et cetera. And just, they're really letting him have it. Oh,
0: well, you send him my love.
1: Okay. All right. Everyone, every, yeah, everyone always likes hearing from St. Peter.
0: Oh, okay. And I think, I think I'm getting a blue screen.
1: Okay. Okay. All right. Archangel. I'll, I'll go ahead and, Cross my arms like uh, she does in I Dream of Genie and w- wiggle my nose like she does in Bewitched and fix all of your computer problems for you. Boom, <sighs> uh, So uh, that should be fixed for you there, Archangel. And, if, you know, if you want to if you want to catch an early tea time tomorrow, it's, you know, it's it is the, the Lord's Day. And, you know, I would suggest you keep it holy.
0: You know, uh, God, I would, I would, just, I'd love to do that. Uh, it's just that when you rebooted the system, uh, apparently the clouds went uh, soft and my fawn has disappeared. So, mm, no thanks. Oh.
1: Well, uh we we cut to the the fawn making a mad scramble out of the the back out of the ogre's belly, and he's he's covered in ogre belly ectoplasm. <laughs> oh. oh, hey. Hey! Hey! Oh! Hey, oh! No. Whoa, God Oh! Whoa. I see you've made yourself at home here in this uh, tree hollow, Ogre.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you were gone for a while, so.
1: Oh man. Okay. Uh Hey, you listen. Listen, Oga. I've, I've I've had a new. I've I've got a new perspective. Okay. I mean. Huh? Yeah. When we when we go through life, we gotta enjoy where we are, you know. And whether that's the enchanted forest or you know cherry. Uh, cherry peaks or whatever what have you uh, you know we got to uh, cherish cherish where what we're doing and what we're with you know
0: yeah true true enough and yeah uh, just uh, I do have to give you a heads up while you were gone uh, I may have been elected the head of the HOA and uh, uh, it's just we're gonna have to ask you to mow your lawn
1: Okay. Well, you, okay. you know what? I feel like I found a new kind of peace and acceptance of myself. I don't need nobody else there, Ogre, but I will tell you one thing. Uh, you know, you need to work on your, 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 your patter when you're getting people to, to move on from the Enchanted forest. okay? I, I'm pretty smooth at it, all right? I mean, I've, but right now I feel re- rejected. Oh, no,
0: no, no, no. I'm not saying that you got to leave. I'm just saying you got to mow your lawn because it's been like two weeks. Oh.
1: Oh, hey, you know what? I was just putting a tough guy exterior. I'm so happy that I can stay here. I love the Enchanted Forest. Nothing's eating me here. Nothing's marrying me. I love it. (laughs) Scene. (laughs) Scene. Yeah.
0: Uh, Oh, there's a scene sound effect. Cool. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Oh, there's all kinds. Excellent. That was super fun. Yeah, <laughs> perfectly executed. <laughs> I love that
0: we we really uh, we really took advantage of the the visual medium there.
1: Oh yeah, I yeah I love the I love the audio. But, yeah, because you could yeah, I mean you can do all like yeah I don't know being on the stage is like a little bit physical and kind of I don't know I feel like my mind works a little bit differently, but with like the audio like yeah you can like almost do anything. in a a weird way. It's those (laughs) restrictions. Um, I was like, how do we get this back to where we started? Uh, Reboot. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just cut there, right? That's easy enough, I think, is what I did. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, So a couple of things I always ask about here at the end, um, if I can think about it. So uh, I like I always like people to at, talk about other improvisers that you know and like uh, like what do you you, you do appreciate them seeing or you can kind of like, you know, talk about someone you really like in their improvisation and stuff.
0: Sure. Uh, uh, Rick Horner is uh, is the guy who was my first teacher. Uh, I'm in an improv duo with him. Uh, he's he's really fun. Uh, <laughs> he's he's always up for anything weird, uh, which is great. Um, he does the Mad Glad Sattafred that we were talking about uh, yeah. at Monkey Butler, and um, uh, he's <laughs> he's he's got this habit of uh, pulling off a, a mask, right? Like like that one of those latex masks that's like, oh god, it was it was like that other guy all along, yeah. uh, which is which is always hilarious, especially when it just like makes no sense.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. I, I love that like, yeah, like improvisers who have things like that, like they're, you know, like they might always be eating or something weird. Like that's, 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 I think that's cool to do. You know, if there's something that's always works for you, you should do that.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cool. Any, anyone else, anyone else you want to mention at all?
0: Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so at Chaos Bloom Theater, uh, one, of the, one of the co-owners is, is Robert. I actually don't know his last name. Um, but uh, he, he commits so hard to every bit that he does. Uh, he, he once, uh, at a character karaoke, came on, and, uh, and while, the mu- while the song was playing, uh, he just sat there and ate, uh, like, two Subway meatball sandwiches, uh, I, I, it probably doesn't like translate to me describing it, but it was just, it was just this glorious, like, I refuse to do the thing uh, that I, that it looks like I'm supposed to do. I'm just going to do this other really like ridiculous
1: <laughs> thing.
0: Uh, um, he, I don't know. Wait. He just well.
1: was he eating them for real?
0: Yes. Yes. He...
1: As during a time when he's supposed to be doing a character, like a monologue or something.
0: Uh, a, a character karaoke, yeah. So he was supposed to be a character who was singing karaoke at a at a fictional karaoke night, and and uh, and so he just he just ate straight up like these two meatball sandwiches in like three and a half minutes. <laughs> it was epic.
1: That's it. Sounds outrageous.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: That's awesome. Uh, what? And then my other question always is, is what are the, Do you have any like stuff to plug? Do you have any other art stuff that you're doing that you want to talk about?
0: Uh, I mean, you you can find my games at treatgames.com. Uh...
1: What? Let me look at this. You make games? Yes. Yes. Whoa. Whoa. Are they, so? What kind of games are these?
0: Uh so most of them are board games. Um I've got a few like uh, role playing games and one, one uh video game there. Uh but um most of them are most of them are board games or party games.
1: Whoa. And there's like tons of these. This is amazing. Yeah Whoa I, wait, uh, what do you do yeah.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I do. I'm I'm a professional game designer.
1: Oh my god! Really? This is your living?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I was doing it independently. All all of these games were were done then. Uh, but I'm currently working full time for Direwolf Digital in uh, in downtown Denver.
1: Whoa! That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. How, how do you how do you become uh, like a game designer? Like what did you what I mean? Did you what did you do? Study art or something? I don't. Wow. Uh, I,
0: yeah. I mean, like like most things, it's just you you just do it and you keep doing it and you share it with others and you get feedback and and all that stuff until until you know you're good enough to actually get published and and then you just keep doing it. Yeah. Wow,
1: this is amazing. I'm gonna check these out nice this is very cool excellent wow this is the most amazing thing like I, someone has kind of showed me that they do sweet wow very cool
0: yeah yeah i've re- been working at it. for a long time so
1: yeah i'm just looking at some of this i'm amazed by this Ah. Oh. <laughs> cool. Yeah, well, everybody should check that out. I think that's awesome. Uh Cool. Um all right, then the last thing that I that that we do here is uh we do what's called the storm off sign off and what happens is that I thank you very kindly for being on my show. And then, uh, but you you get upset and tell me off and sign off and you have the last word and then you hang up. But before you do that, I really want to thank you for uh, I really appreciate uh, you coming on and kind of like you know um, yeah joining me on here online to 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 do this and uh, um, I've, I've I've really appreciated like uh, I, yeah I was I was really excited to be able to improvise with you because you know I've I've only so this is the first time we've ever improvised together um, and uh, so I really I really enjoyed that. And yeah, I think you like, you definitely bring like a lot to, uh, you know, uh, while improvising and, uh, like, I think you have like a lot of great insight into, um, kind of what's going on, um, I- into the scenes and just kind of your perspective on it, I thought was, was really great. And I appreciated talking about that and yeah, I look forward to, you know, uh, chatting with you in the future and, and looking and, uh, and, um, what was I going to say? And, and improvising with you as well really
0: really well i i very much appreciate all of this time and your your thoughtfulness and playing with you was a lot of fun and i hope to do it again sometime you bastard